Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The apostles and the brothers who were in Judea heard that the Gentiles, too, had accepted the word of God. So when Peter went up to Jerusalem, the circumcised believers confronted him, saying, You entered the house of uncircumcised people and ate with them. Peter began and explained it to them step by step, saying, I was at prayer in the city of Joppa, when in a trance I had a vision, something resembling a large sheet coming down, lowered from the sky by its four corners, and it came to me. Looking intently into it, I observed and saw the four-legged animals of the earth, the wild beasts, the reptiles, and the birds of the sky. I also heard a voice say to me, Get up, Peter, slaughter, and eat. But I said, Certainly not, sir, because nothing profane or unclean has ever entered my mouth. But a second time, a voice from heaven answered, What God has made clean, you are not to call profane. This happened three times, and then everything was drawn up again into the sky. Just then, three men appeared at the house where we were, who had been sent to me from Caesarea. The Spirit told me to accompany them without discriminating. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He related to us how he had seen the angel standing in his house, saying, Send someone to Joppa, and summon Simon, who is called Peter, who will speak words to you, by which you and all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit fell upon them as it had upon us at the beginning. And I remembered the word of the Lord, how he had said, John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. If then God gave them the same gift he gave to us when we came to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to be able to hinder God? When they heard this, they stopped objecting and glorified God, saying, God has then granted life-giving repentance to the Gentiles Two, the word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. <clears throat> Jesus said, Amen, Amen, I say to you, whoever does not enter a sheepfold through the gate, but climbs over elsewhere, is a thief and a robber. But whoever enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens it for him, and the sheep hear his voice, as he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has driven out all his own, he walks ahead of them, and the sheep follow him, because they recognize his voice. But they will not follow a stranger. They will run away from him, because they do not recognize the voice of strangers. Although Jesus used this figure of speech, they did not realize what he was trying to tell them. So Jesus said again, Amen, Amen, I say to you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved and will come in and go and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came so that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Gospel of the Lord. You entered the house of uncircumcised people and ate with them. The early Christians in Jerusalem were shocked at St. Peter's behavior. Peter was forced to explain himself, and his explanation had huge consequences for Christianity. 
You see, Christianity was not destined to become just another Jewish sect. It would not be based on one's tribe or bloodline, race. No, it would be based on faith in Jesus Christ, the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. Recall that Christ told people it wasn't what went in their mouths that made them unclean. It was what came out of their mouths. Clearly then, the, the strict kosher laws, the dietary rules the Jews kept to set themselves apart from the nations, were no longer to be followed. What then follows from that? If Jewish converts could eat Gentile food, well, then they could eat with Gentiles, inside Gentile homes. Echoing Christ, Peter explained there is one shepherd and one flock. As Christ told the Pharisees, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. These also I must lead, and they will hear my voice. And that sounded pleasant enough, did it not? It was, as they say today, inclusive and diverse. Unfortunately, people didn't want to hear it. They were upset with Christ for wanting to venture off the family farm. And later they were upset with Peter for speaking about a new covenant not based on race. Peter argued that God made a special covenant with the Jewish nation in order to usher in Christ, to, to bring the good shepherd to earthly pastures in order to redeem the flock. That mission was accomplished, argued Peter, so there was no longer a need to racially discriminate. The author of the Acts of the Apostles, St. Luke, who was a Gentile, wrote that Peter won the crowd over. They glorified God, who had then granted life-giving repentance to the Gentiles too. But not all were won over. All would hear the Good Shepherd's voice. Not all would follow it. It's interesting that St. Paul, one of the most zealous Jews there ever was, became the apostle to the Gentiles. That was an executive decision by Paul. Almost everywhere Paul went, the Jews beat him up. So Paul turned his attention to the Gentiles. In his letter to the Galatians, Paul used very strong language to argue that new Christians did not need to be circumcised. They did not need to become Jews before they became Christians. The fact that St. Paul had to address this reveals that Judaizing was a problem. The Judaizers were hirelings, false shepherds, just in it for the money. They would run away when the wolves came. It's also interesting that it was Peter, not Paul, who converted the first Gentile, Cornelius the Roman centurion. That was no little thing. There would, be, there would and will be one shepherd, one flock. No longer would one's tribe or bloodline buy him a seat at the table. One's blood no longer mattered. No, we've all been bought and paid for. Unfortunately, some refuse to hear it. But it doesn't change the fact that every man, woman, and child who has ever lived has been ransomed with his blood, the most precious blood of the Good Shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep.